Yeah, you burped. Well done. But I nice. think I, I'm not sure if I burped or it's a hiccup because it felt like a burp, but I kind of did the movement of a hiccup and it felt like a burp on the back of my. F it was weird. <laughs> it's like a crossbreed between a burp and a hiccup. Nice. And so you, uh, yeah, you just don't summer. Am I right? Summer. Yeah. That lovely weather outside. It's April, isn't it? No, it's June. We, we're in April. You keep thinking you're in April. We're in no, June. we're in April. All the months moved over by two. No, the no. They have, because two two months after Christmas, it's when it snows. Look, in the UK at the moment, the chances are it could fucking snow now. No, I doubt it. Strange things have happened. True, like hailstorms, but not snow. Yeah. I don't think it'll snow. Hey, if it works in the day after tomorrow, it works here. Yeah, because that was a... See, t to me, all the months have basically shifted over by two. Probably but surely, they they've slowly done that. Since yeah. we stopped having snow at Christmas and we started getting it later, earlier in the year. So, uh, yeah. Now we've got that uh, little bit of cooldown going. This is the Immaterial Gamers Podcast, episode 45. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Yeah. And uh, as we record this on Sunday and it's available on Tuesday, this is the special E3 edition in which we don't talk about anything that's happened in E3. I've never kept up with anything in E3 this weekend. Well, yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing, because E3's got all these stupid day minus one and day zero and stuff like that. I mean, E3 didn't actually start until yesterday in terms of release time. So, you know, it's not going to give us much information, but we will be back next week and we'll do an E3 special. Yeah. I think with, I'm with whoever's with there. So, um, quick things that I've seen is the EA exist, as they always do. That's about it. Yeah, we be. I certainly like like you haven't been keeping up with the EA event due to the fact that, well, we were out board gaming on the Saturday. Board gaming. Yeah, it was good. We'd like to you know see what's going on with Darius, but unfortunately he's not here. I don't know what's up with him. I've messaged him and I have no idea. Yeah. Oh well. And uh, we've got no Duncan because he's, he out he's drinking. Out. Yeah. He's, he's, he's enjoying himself. It makes it sound like we don't enjoy ourselves. I enjoy myself very much when I do a podcast. I, oh, I mean in specific situations. He's, he's specifically enjoying himself with family and friends. Other people. Yeah. Other non-immaterial gamers people. I think his sister's with him. I'm not sure. Oh well, Andrew's there, <laughs> maybe. But now uh, you've got you've got Ryan and you got Stefan this week. Boo! Yeah, I know. Boo! We want Duncan and Stefan. Boo! We want Duncan and Darius and not Stefan. Uh, no, we take. Yeah, just yeah. just remove us both. Let's go. We're done. Yeah, yeah <laughs> The audience has spoken. <laughs> yeah, the audience has spoken. They don't want Ryan and Steph. Well. Tough shit. That's what you get. They want a D, they want a Terra, and they, and they want a, 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 a George Michael. A jo well, one of those is definitely going to happen, and I feel that we'd have more chance with George Michael. <laughs> I think Terry may be a better chance. <laughs> uh, you never know. 
So, uh, yeah, we're watching this on the week where the Women's World Cup is happening. So, uh, if I get a little bit distracted and shout yes, that's because good old England have scored. It's women's football. Eh, still football. Eh, it's not the same, no. It it doesn't have... It's, women's football seems slower when I've watched it than men's. Don't get me wrong, I don't like watching fucking men's football. <laughs> but uh, women's just seems a lot slower than men's. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it it does feel that it's a little bit more technical. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's a lot more technical. It's less drama. Yeah, I've not seen I've not seen a women's football player get a tackle and Neymar it down the tunnel. Pull my leg! Pull my leg! Oh no, no, my leg! I must roll to the dressing room. Yeah, so there we go. So now I I've pissed off fans of Neymar. Sweet. The question really comes down to: Is there anyone I can't piss off? Me. Fair. Because I normally do it first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. We'll take. We'll take that. But um. Yeah. In th- in that case, we can just move on from the from the warm up, and we can go to a very special edition of what's been played. What's been played. And the thing about that that makes it very special is that it's just what's been played. So, uh, Steph. Yes. I asked the question. What's been played? I I played a pirate game. You played a pirate game? Yeah, pirate game. Okay. And I had, I forgot his name, something Park Chop as my second in command. Ah, oh, right. Uh, yeah, the yeah as part of board game night. I've forgotten the, the name of the game. Event, we played, <laughs> I'll help you. It's called Salty Dogs. Ah. I had a pig. I had a pig. <laughs> I named so, him Frank. Yeah, for those for those who don't know what Salty Dogs is, and it's probably there's probably not going to be many people who knows what Salty Dogs is, because it's something that Darius picked up from a little card game developer at the UK Games Expo last week. Yeah, didn't he pick it up with the um, understanding that we'll do a review? Uh, he picked it up uh, with the understanding he, he, that he would do a review. Yeah, he's doing a review for the most. Awesome, or or, or at least feedback. feedback. Yeah, but uh, you know, what way to what better way to to get feedback on a game? Then by actually playing it. True, 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 true. So, uh, yeah. What is Salty Dog, Steph? Um, I'm trying to remember how it actually plays now. See, we only pl- we played twice. I should be able to remember this. Okay, you yeah. have... Um, you end up with five cards. Mm-hmm. Well, five cards on your main field. Has like a Yu-Gi-Oh mat. Slash Pokemon yeah. mat. Yeah, come with, come with play um, mats inside the box. Yeah. <laughs> you have... Okay, you have to imagine this. In your top left, you have a brig. Yep. It's like a little cage with a face on it. That's his brig. Yeah, very sad face. Uh, underneath the brig, there is three slots for crewmates. Mm-hmm. Right beside, on right on the bottom right, would be your first mate. Yep. And the top right will be your captain. Yes. So, you you get your five cards. You pick which one you want your captain to be. Which one you want to be your second command, and then which one to be your crew. Yeah, and then from All there, animal based captains yeah. as well. Yeah, there was, a, what, there was a rhino, an elephant, a pig, dog, cat. I'm sure yeah. there was a sloth. Yeah, um, um, the mighty crocodile, eagle. The eagle. Um, I'm trying to think, would that gonna be an early animal? Unless we name each breed a fucking dog, but I don't want to be doing that. No, there was like monkeys as well. And yeah, there was monkeys. Like Basically, there was tons of animals. Even an undead crocodile. I, I just didn't class that as a fucking crocodile. Yeah, Dr. Burry Bones. 
and the aim of the game, and then you get five extra cards, which are a mixture of one of the remaining, one of the remaining few crew members that are left that can be placed down if you lose one of your own. Mm-hmm. Um, you have attack cards, yep. which come in. I think there's like two different types. There was attack as take a one of your opponent's crew members and put them in your brig. Mm-hmm. There was an attack card to remove stowaways that will... Well, actually, no, let's put it this way. There's stowaway cards that will stop you from being able to put down extra crew. Mm-hmm. There's, card, there's attack cards that will remove the... I forgot what they're called now, and I've just said it. Move the stowaways. Again. Move the stowaways or remove an enemy's thing into your mm. brig again. Or you've got the raid attacks where you get to pick a card out of your opponent's hand. Yeah. And that was all the types we had. And then you had uh, illnesses. So scurvy and the black dot. Oh, good old, good old black spot. Yeah. Shame. No cracking went for them. No. Then you um, had cures, to cure them, obviously. And from there we had defences, I believe. That was all the types of cards, but only certain cards can be defended. Yeah. So, and each each defence could only be used on each attack as yeah. well. So, uh, you had cannons. That was um, defence by fog. Yeah, because you could just summon fog. Um, yeah. Sirens that were... Was it earplugs? Earplugs, yeah. Which was a picture of a cat putting two rats <laughs> in its ears. In its ears. And then you had walk the plank, which was defendable by rubber dinghy. Rubber dinghy. Yeah. Basically, you walk the plank, but you landed in the rubber dinghy, and you're good. <laughs> oh, it's Captain! I landed in a rubber dinghy. Give yeah, me back up. And note how we didn't say a counter for the kraken. Yeah, there was there was nothing for the kraken. There's no counter for the kraken. Um. There was no counter for any of the illnesses, but you always had a cure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Certain f- oh, we, we forgot one card. Mutiner. Mm-hmm. The attack card Mutiner. Ah, yes. Which we, basically meant you... Uh, what was you it? You stole, stole a crew one. member. Yeah. And either added it to your hand or onto your poop deck. Yeah. Poop. Uh, I, I use the actual words of the game. Poop deck. Mm. And then, uh, yeah. So it was just a... Uh, it was a simple last man standing. It was. I love so. the way I conned you all into going against each other. I still lost the first game. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Me, I, I, I was a great spectator on these, the games, because while I came third in the first game, I was eliminated in the second pretty damn quickly. Well, quickly. Turns out, trying to go for a balanced board stage just means you piss three people off. You no, know, you, you never really pissed me off. That was the thing. You see. The whole thing with me is, don't forget, in that last game where we played, mm. I had the two spare crewmen in my hand, most of the fence cards, and most of the cure cards. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, I couldn't attack, but I could make everyone ill, I can defend myself pretty easy, and I can cure yeah. myself. It was good. Yeah. So, do you enjoy it, then? Is All right, the... I enjoyed it. I wouldn't mind playing again, but as we told Darius... There is a few things we think they need to work on in the game a bit. Yeah. There yeah, are bits of feedback, like, you know, maybe maybe there'd be a way of vary, you know, varying sort of how to do the attacks and defences. I, I also think there needs to, 
there needs to be a reason why you want to have something as a captain because this looks good is okay mm-hmm. it's not that bad of a premise of i like the looks of this guy he's my captain this is this i'd like the cards to have an effect if they're in a certain position yeah so let's say each card yeah. has two effects if they're captain they have this effect if the first mate they have this effect mm-hmm. so you, you can't it's a bit more strategic so i've had a bit more yeah had a bit more into it yeah it'll make the game last a bit longer pub it should make the game last a little bit longer but then, if you want a quick game, because what, it took us about half an hour a game? I think, yeah, something's like less. I think it was like 20 minutes, something like that. And the last one, it went faster, to be honest. Yeah. Because yeah, we, we knew what we, we were actually what doing, we and it was literally fling cards down, pick card up, done, 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 winner. Yeah. Well, <sighs> for you. Well, it was more like me and Dennis at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me and yeah. Dennis, the last two men standing, it was like, I put this spot on you, will I kill it? And then I pick up this card, and now it shall go again, and oh, now I kill you. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, no, cool. That's a good, good way to start what's been played. For me, I mean, I could, I could talk about, I mean, I could talk about Nemesis. I mean, it's been, it's been talked about before. But what I might do is actually talk about what I've been playing over the weekend anyway. So, so another game was purchased other than Lapis X Labyrinth last week. Because I went into my local store and picked up a copy of Capcom's Devil May Cry 5. Oh, you went to CEX, I assume. I did go to CEX. There are other third-party trading services in the This is when you world. said local, and I thought, oh, hold on a minute. Ooh, where would you have got that from? <laughs> I mean, it could have been picked then up from Then I thought you might Asda. have gone to sale. Yeah, yeah it could have been Tesco. picked up from an Asda, but uh, other other supermarkets are available. So, um, yeah. What is okay. Devil May Cry 5? Well, it is a spectacle fighter. Hack and slashy elements, dodging stuff. Is number 5 the one where they've got two of the characters in it? No. Devil May Cry 5 is where they've got three of the characters. Oh, is it three of them? In it. I, knew, yeah. I knew it was either two or three of them, because it had. Yeah. It, are all three of them done, eh? No. Or are they all three different individuals? They basically? are three different individuals. Okay. This plays as a direct sequel from Devil May Cry 4. They changed the timeline a little bit, because it was weird. Let's go back into this. The first game of the timeline of Devil May Cry is Devil May Cry 3. Okay. Then Devil May Cry, okay. then Devil May Cry 2, where Dante disappears into a void and is never seen again. But then Devil May Cry 4 came out, which then ended up... Something had happened where it, where it was actually set between 1 and 2, and then you had Devil May Cry 5. But they've rebooted the storyline a little bit to go on the fact that Devil May Cry 2 happened, then 4. So okay. Dante suddenly came back and... And he was there. And in that game, you had the character of Nero, which um, was not like Dante in any way, but he had some apparently had some Sparta blood in him. And he had a, a right hand called the, the Devilbringer, which um, was a spirit of a samurai sword, Yamato. Don't know. It's, it's batshit crazy, the storyline. It's not worth saying at the moment. But See, Devil May Cry... I know an anime that works similar to that premise, where the... The way they kind of got the demon sword was basically it's an artificial hand that was given to them, made mm. from that weapon. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, it came to a point where it's like in in four initially the story was that Nero didn't trust this demon hand because he was working for a group of people who were supposed to be taking out demons and devils and stuff. So for him to have a demon hand would be a little bit contradictory. So he was a master swordsman with one hand, uh, as it's as it's outlined by one of the characters in the game, Nico in number five. Uh, he can fight better with one hand than most people could fight with with three. So, um, you know, that comes out to it. But, yeah, um, it's the same sort of game as any other Devil May Cry. You can use uh, Nero, and he's just, like, little bits of weird sword play, and you chain combos together and dodge enemies effectively to, to keep your streak going. It's still got the same rating system from the previous Devil May Cry games, where you can go from D to triple S, where uh, D equals dismal. C is crazy, B is badass, A, apocalyptic, S, stylish, double S is six skills, and triple S eludes me, smoking sweet something or other. I have no idea for the rank. See, I've never really played that many Devil... I think I've played one or two of Mm. Devil May Cry. I don't think I've played that many of them. Yeah. Uh, it's, It's not... You know, they are, they are popular, but they're not usually everyone's cup of tea. Um, generally I think I enjoyed them, I just never really got it again. Mm. Difficulty curve is usually one of the reasons. They uh, People consider them the, the hardcore spectacle fighter, the, sort of the, 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 the pinnacle. We're not talking Dark Souls, because Dark Souls and Devil May Cry are not even in the same class of games, in terms of genre. One's story-based and one's just a grind to see... If you can survive no, 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 long they, enough. Well, they both have they both have lore and they both have story. It's just that something like Dark Souls is considered a bit more of a because it's not a combo based game. It's a tactical read the room game. Fair enough. But yeah, so yeah, so the story begins. You've got Dante, you've got Nero, and then you've got this mysterious new character called V. V. Yeah. V for He's, Vendetta. No, he's just well. He's just a guy called V. He looks heavily. He's heavily tattooed, and his face looks a little bit like Kylo Ren. Okay. Um, he's not. But yeah, they go to take on some giant tree in the analog city of Redgrave, not London. Redgrave, not London. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not London at all. It's got Tower Bridge. It's got it's got the palace. It's got you know um, Leicester Square. It's got you know all the all the sorts of stuff in there. It's got all it London places, but it's not London. Oh yeah, absolutely not London. Um, it's Yorkshire. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just it's some American analog of London. Apparently, that's just how it is. Is, but, is it New London? No. It's called Redgrave. It's New London, like, like we mentioned. But um, yeah. Dante, Nero, V get to the boss of the game, some sort of demon king that's trying to take over the underworld after a whole bunch of shit happened, um, and they fail badly. And Dante gets captured, and Nero and V just sort of carry on. And uh, Nero's missing his Devilbringer arm because it just got ripped off him. So now he has, uh, like, bionic arms that just break if he uses them too much. But I'm like... What did the robotic arms ever do to them? No, they just they just break. No, oh, they're just evil. He overused them. Well, that's the thing. He does overuse them. That's the that's the premise, actually. 
And then you got you got supporting characters like Lady, who was some you know gunsmith partner of Dante's at one point. You got Trish, his like not girlfriend, who looks like his not mum. And he's not, he's not mom. yeah. And then you've got Nico, the chain smoking, heavily tattooed gunsmith who builds all the stuff for uh, Nero Everyone anyway. Sounds it. Yeah. So so gameplay goes initially because of, of it's a mission based structure just like every other sort of uh, Devil May Cry game and you will end up controlling each of the three characters apart from some levels where you can control any of the three characters. Um, so some levels start off as just Nero only, some levels will start off as V only so far. I assume you get Dante later on. Okay. Um, I've got to the first mission where you can choose either V or Nero, and they have their separate path through the same level, and it has a co-op system in it, in a, a little bit of a sense. I think I've actually played this one before. I think I've played uh, a demo of it. Maybe. I mean, it only came out a couple of months ago, so, you know. There's 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 the possibility the demo may have been around, maybe. Sounds but, um, familiar. The start, yeah. start of it, it sounds familiar. Mm. But yeah, so it has this it has this co-op mode in it, where while you're fighting, the the person in the other side can do their fighting, and you'll see their uh, combo rankings as you go through, because you can then provide each other good ratings, and they'll give you revival orbs to help you throughout the game later. Um, but yeah, I'm liking it. I like Nero's strategy, or his, his style, you know, the same as he was in Devil May Cry 4. He's got a motorcycle sword, don't ask. Um, well, and a revolver that shoots a revolver that shoots two bullets out at the same time. That's plausible. Ish. Yeah. No, ish. Um, but yeah, his, his is just basic Devil May Cry combo play. V's style is a little bit different. He's very brittle. Glass cannon. Yeah, so he he summons demons to do the fighting for him. He has a, a bird called Griffin, and he has a like a puma called um, Shadow. And so the idea is that you have to position yourself around the map as V to not get hit so much, while also being close enough to allow Griffin and Shadow to do their attacks. Okay. And then he has a like a special mode where he summons some big like blob demon thing called Nightmare as his special move and his hair glows all white like he's Super Saiyan. Um, that's not Super Saiyan, that's Ultra I know, Instinct. I know. Huh? That's Ultra Instinct. Whatever. I I know my stuff, he says. You know but, nothing, Jon Snow. I'm not Jon Snow. That's good, because you know But I still know Jon nothing. Snow. Anyway, yeah, so I'm sort of enjoying it. I'll see where it goes. I want to get to the bits where I fight, Dan- uh, fight with Dante, because... I mean, it's not Devil May Cry if you don't have Dante in it. Just the devil. Well, it's just crying. That too. So, yeah. Never so. Think. <laughs> so um, yeah. Now, look, I'll keep playing that. Maybe, maybe speak about it a little bit further. Maybe because of the fact that you can replay the levels in two different routes. Maybe try and each more and just uh and just keep going from there. Sounds good. Alright. So, we're X minutes in. And we're, we're about halfway through the podcast now, so I'd love to see more discussion on this, but it's time for news. News time. The time when news is. News time. So, got some stories on here. want to look at this one because it's basically E3 business. So we can have a look at a couple of quick stories that come out. 
First of all, it's uh, to do with Bungie. <gasps> Hold on, yeah. let me actually look at the news. <laughs> okay, sure. While you do that, oh, I'll just that. read it. Yeah, it's that one. So Eurogamer, along with a lot of other news sites, reported that uh, Bungie is changing the way that they are doing Destiny 2 content. And maybe, at this point, even how they do Destiny content going forward. So, two things were announced uh, this week, on the 6th of June. So, it was the Friday, Thursday, around that time. Destiny 2, from the 17th of September, is having two things happen to it. First, they are releasing a expandalone game called Shadowkeep. So, it will be the continuation of the Destiny 2 story, but the key component of that is because it is an expandalone, you can purchase it separately and not need any of the other content to play the game. In addition, they're making every bit of Destiny 2 content so far free to play. Free to play. So, uh, that's pretty interesting that they've they've done that at this particular junction. And there's like some other little like stuff that's done before, because they've released a new season this week as well called the season of opulence on destiny 2 which now adds the new menagerie mode in it which is sort of raid light experiences so you know that's that's pretty cool but the fact that they've they've decided to to sort of do that not long after i mean to be fair well actually say that it's been it's actually been six months now in it since uh bungie broke up with activision uh, hold on, I'll check the date when that happened. No, it was January. It was six months ago. Wow. So, yeah, so, yeah, six months ago, they, you know, split with, with Activision, and now they've sort of changed how their game's going. It seems that they're actually going to a design that they wanted in the first place. Sort of allow people to choose what parts of Destiny they actually want to play. And do it. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Well, I mean, with the free-to-play stuff, that just allows people who don't want to play, say, the story, and they just want to sit there and play Crucible all day, they can do it on a free-to-play basis. Mm. And the other thing on that I should have quickly mentioned as well, it's coming to Steam, and yeah, there's cross-save across all consoles. I was about, I was about to say the being cross-save. I remember reading that bit on something else. Yeah. So while we're not having cross-play... You've got the next best thing. But then the cross save was always there. You just disabled it. Was it? Yeah, because when um, Destiny 2 first came out, and it was... Um, was it Destiny? I don't think it was Destiny, actually. I think it was something else. I was about to say, because there was never any it, idea it was, of cross-play. No, it was Warframe. Dad, cross saves already built in. Because mm. when yeah. Warframe came... When PlayStation... It came out for PlayStation... People who had it on PC could transfer the saves over. Mm. To yeah, the PlayStation One. So it was a, yeah, and that was a limited cross save, wasn't it? As opposed to that was yeah. a window, a bit like Rockstar as well with. Um, yeah, they GTA did it with 5. GTA. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't something that was there the entire time. Now I know that can lead to its own problems with cross save because that means if if say Bungie's exclusive content and stuff like that. Well. I mean, I guess going free-to-play now means that there isn't any exclusivity deals that they can throw in. If if what they've done has been clever, maybe the, I, the the thing that I've got on that is I think the exclusivity deal was between Activision and Sony, for example. Not... Mm. Not Bam Bungie. 
and so on. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's where I go in sort of in regards to that. But the the sort of concern, I guess, is just is still that same concern is that when Bungie goes down, it's going to go down for everyone, oh, absolutely the cross, everyone. The cross saving between Xbox One, PC, including Google's, but not PlayStation. Ooh, oh, that might be. I think Sony needs to get the rat together on that one. Cause it's right near the bottom. Hmm. Well, that's 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 bad news for Sony because. I mean, they really could be doing stuff. I mean, if it's even going to be available on freaking Strada, for God's sake. Mm. Well, Stadia, is it? Not Strada, Stadia. Yeah, Stadia. So, you know, that's that's going to be that's going to be ridiculous. And um, it's also um, removing from the Blizzard Battle.net over to Steam. So, in other words, does that mean we're going to have to re-download it again? Or? That'll most likely be the case. Fair enough. And then that will then also mean that it'll most likely be a system that will have to use to transfer the data over from Battle.net mm. to Steam, some sort of linking system to, to allow that to happen. Because I reckon everything's going to go onto like a central like Bungie net account and, and stuff will, will go there. But, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'll look to see how it does. I mean, I'm actually interested in Shadowkeep. It looks, you know, looks nice. be nice to go back to the moon. I mean, moon. The moon. Yeah, so, you know, we will see... The only see, thing yeah. is, is it just going to be a raid on the moon, or are we actually on the moon again? No, it's a brand new story. That's fine, then. That's that's what they mentioned. It's something, it was mentioned it was going to be along the same lines of Forsaken and uh, Rise of Iron. Heart of Iron? See, the, the last I, expansion I, I, for I Destiny 1. I also wish, War. when we were on Earth, we actually had the old sections of Earth as well. Hmm. I mean... You know, in in a, in an ideal in an ideal world, we would want absolutely everything, wouldn't we? Oh yeah, it's like it's like in an ideal world, we want a Pokemon game where you can start off in any of the regions you want and travel to any other region. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the ideal thing would be that Destiny, you know, as this ten-year mega franchise that they were trying to go for, would have just been Destiny. There shouldn't have even been a number two. Oh no, they, they in, should in have the concept. It should have just I mean. been. Yeah, it should have just been. It should have been something like WoW or. Um, I would have. I would have Dragon said Age you mentioned Online. it before. I would have. I would have gone more with Warframe, a continuing sort of story on that. And you know, you can keep going back to Warframe. It works. It has worked. They have their cinematic quests. They have a story that's going along, and they've not needed to build two, three games to do it. I mean, okay. granted, over their early access cycle, they've basically changed the content in the games to make it like two or three games. But <laughs> okay. it's still it's still <laughs> Warframe okay. at the moment. So. And they and they have no plans of making Warframe too. Just to nope. keep expanding Warframe. Yeah, which is absolutely perfect. I mean, the new war or whatever it's it's going to be called, the one that's going to be coming out this summer. That's that's effectively turning Warframe into Warframe two, in a See, sense, in terms well, of the story. The um, it depends on the story because what number two basically started once the new fighting come. If you actually think of it this way. Mm. Number two started as soon as the new combat mechanics came in. Yeah. Because it's the same thing that happened to RuneScape. When the new combats come in, RuneScape changed dramatically. And then they kind of went, oh, well, now we have 2D version of Minecraft, old version, and the the actual version of Minecraft. Well, I'm saying Minecraft for some reason. It's RuneScape. Mm. So, uh, yeah, we will... 
we will move on in regards to that because we are in a nice looking forward situation for, for Bungie at this point. Free from the shackles of Activision. You know, we'll see, we'll see um, how that goes. New War hasn't actually been given a release date yet. Oh, has it not? I thought it was. It was going to be this summer, sometime. The expected release date is before Tenno Con 2019, which would be next month. Mm. I I reckon they that'll be delayed. It'll be teased again at Tenno Con. Yeah, I think it'll be released at... Well, announced more at Tenno Con. So, late summer, I'd say. Probably September, something like that. Just to bear in mind that the last... The, the, the usually release of cinematic quests sort of every like third of the year. So After admit we've not had a good quest for a bit in Destiny. No. Well mean on Waffle. Well, I'm getting we'll, games mixed up here, literally. Yeah. Uh we'll see. Minecraft, we'll see how it beco- goes. Minecraft is becoming RuneScape. RuneScape's becoming Minecraft. Warframe's no. becoming Destiny. Oh no, well Minecraft story mode's becoming extinct. Uh <laughs> As long yeah. as they still do the dungeon thing they're planning, I don't uh, give a damn. It'll be a Netflix interactive series now. Oh, it is, isn't it? Mode. Yeah. I wonder if that will disappear then. Mm, it depends. Depends who's got the rights. If it's just a Netflix rights, then there we go. So, mm. uh, right, we're going to move to some selfish storylining here, or selfish news. I like shoot 'em ups. I don't. Well, it depends on the shoot 'em up. Ikaruga. I'll take. Yeah, you, you you like the two D space shooting thing, don't you? Yes. Yeah. And I loved R Type. Don't get me wrong, I can play the... them, but yeah, classic days on the Master System. R Type Final Two. Yeah, R Type Final Two. So scroll down God. and start written across the video. <laughs> yeah, R Type Final was the final game released by the company Irem, and they made sure that it was going to that they, they called it R Type Final. For a reason, they were they were done with our type. Uh, to lied. a point, they released a they released a tactics game called our type tactics on the PSP two years after Final came out. But um, yeah, so a bunch of uh, a bunch of people for a company called Granzella uh, got permission from IREM and the key staff to do essentially a sequel. To our type final called our type final two, and uh, that should was have been, to, uh, it. Should have been our type final rebirth. I, mm, yeah, or just well, our type final fantasy. Um, because <laughs> you know that's that's that's, <laughs> that's the keep that's the that's the continuing running joke, isn't it? Well, it's not it's not final. It's not the final final fantasy. It's like no, it, it doesn't matter. But yeah, June the fifth, Thursday. According to Eurogamer, uh, they launched a Kickstarter campaign for it. Uh, like a couple of days into the campaign, it's funded. You do it. Woo! Did you, you, you fund it? I have not funded did, it. Did you put all the Emmy money into it? What Emmy money? <laughs> the imaginary Emmy money. Yeah, the, the imaginary Emmy money. It's an online currency that's worthless. Yeah, where's it's, the, it's where's just the... it's just as still, bad as Bitcoin. Still, plenty of stretch goals to be to be met. I'm looking at this right now. Okay, so uh, 550 yen. You wow, get some thanks. Doing it in yen. Wow, it is. Digital copy, 3,300 yen or more. 
a digital copy download code of R-Type Final 2 for PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, or Steam. I love the fact that 3,300 yen is 24 quid. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> but then, I've never really been surprised at that when you watch shows and it goes, oh, 500 yen for milk. So, yeah. in other words, it's, milk's cost them something about four quid. For a little bottle. It's like a fucking little drinkable can of milk. 45 hours to go. Hold on, this can't have only come out last week. I don't know if this is old. No, it's not old. This has been up since the 11th? Yeah, so the campaign's oh, yeah. been there since the 11th, but the news only broke about it beforehand. Well, anyway, that'll, that'll, be, that'll be pledged. Okay, no, yeah. This has got till Tuesday, 5pm. Yeah. At BST time. Um, let's see when the first thing was put up for it. The first thing was the fourth. Wow, they really yeah. did not have this up that long. No, they haven't. They had the story they, they, up. They've long, had it up the... since the third. It's literally they've put it on for a week. Just oh. Over a week. Jesus Christ! All right, fair enough. Well, go our type. So uh, yeah, the that'll... project was launched on June third. So it really wasn't. So in a week, they've managed to do that. A week. <laughs> well, I'm 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 happy for him. I like our type. I was never really fully good at them, but how many stretch goals are left? I have no idea. No idea on how the on on the stretch goals there. Okay, they've got um. What what? How much are they up to at the minute? Five hundred forty-six thousand. The next one's at seven or seven hundred, but then it's really weird because the thing, what the backing things all in yen, the yeah. top of it's all in pounds. How much they've so far got, and then the stretch goals are all in dollars. So it's all over the place. Well, you can always click the, the conversion button. Here we go. Uh, converted from seventy-five million yen pledged of its forty-five million yen goal. Okay, can you but, convert it to um? Fucking American, so that means we can see where about the next stretch goal if it was going to get in place. Because the next stretch goal is at 700k. Uh, no, I don't know. But we shall move on to one more story. I was going to look at the one of the Sims having the the uh the stuff. Who would back a game for seven almost eight thousand pounds? People do it. You have some belief in this game. And it, if I was back in a game for that much, I'm sorry, I want money back if they make money. Eh, it's, well, it's not meant to be an investment, is it? It's meant to be a fan base thing. Especially those who are passionate about it. But you look at something like, oh god, what's the name of the the crowdfunding thing? It's the one used by developers for developers. What, like Indigo? No, it's a specific one for game development. Like oh, um, or something like that. I've forgotten the the name of it, but they 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 do treat that as investments, so you know. But uh, right before we move on to the last story, you know, EA have finally caught up with modern times, and added, or are going to be adding stuff into The Sims 4 in the form of mermaids, magic, and stuff for the for for the LBGTQ community, including. Gender-neutral toilets. I don't. I still don't get that though. Because what? What is that? Didn't the gender-neutral toilet to a, the public area in the game? I because when you build so, your own house, it's just a general bathroom. 
It's, yeah, I mean, it's a, it, it's a toilet. That, that, yeah. That's just the bathroom. It's it's going to be... It's not prioritized. Yeah, I mentioned, I mean, yeah yes, I mentioned that pre-podcast. And it's like, oh, it's a gender-neutral toilet, or as it's known in-house, a toilet. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, okay, I, I say that. But, I mean, if it is public spaces, then, you know, good, good on EA for, you know, finally catching up with modern times. But anyway, yeah, EA, well done. You're caught up, eventually. So, last story, and this is the biggie, because this is something I saw about two hours ago. Though it broke yesterday, uh, particularly on Kotaku, and I saw it was a Jim Sterling video about two hours ago. The company Exceed, the, they are known for localising JRPGs. Um, they've, they've, they've come out and been a bit dickish here, to, to, say, the, to say the least. A member of the, the, the team, a Brittany Avery, Worked there for seven years. Part of the localization team, she was, according to employees who worked there, you know, someone who was critical in making sure that these games were localized correctly for American audiences. She left the company, and she's now figured out, uh, she's now noticed recently that Exceed have been removing her name from the credits of games that she worked on. Can they actually do that? Um, technically, they can, but you have to be a real scummy bastard to do so. And people have noticed this, she's tweeted it out, she's noticed that a game's removed from uh, Trails of the Cold Steel, or Trails of Cold Steel, and Trails of Cold Steel 2, and, uh, or Trails even, not Trials. And, uh, yeah, she noticed that the credits have been removed, so she's talked about it, and people have started lashing out at Exceed on Twitter, and, um... The company responded, and they responded with this. I have one question with this, then. With their response. Do their response, and I have a question for their response. Uh, Okay, fair enough. Quote, We appreciate the hard work of everyone who contributes to our releases, but it is, and always has been, company policy that only only current members of our staff are credited. We have never credited staff for their individual roles, or if they have left the company. End quote. Um... If all the people who worked in the game leave, does that mean there's no credits? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If everyone, if everyone leaves, who who made the game? Just the label? Just the name? I, it's just... No. That... If that's supposed to be PR, and I'm I'm doing it again, uh, we know, we've got no face cams, imagine me looking at a phone with the quoted Twitter text on it. And then turn it off... And throwing the phone away. If that's supposed to be a good PR response to removing people's credit and experience and their CV from the records, you are fucking stupid. I have to admit, though, if someone did leave them, does that mean they technically would never be able to get another job because they technically have no experience, no credit to any of the games that they're saying they helped do? Yeah, I mean that that well it does. It does. Oh, it, oh, do you it, have to go to this interview without them knowing at all and going, I worked on these games, look at the credits quick, because they're gonna remove it as soon as they find out if you hire me or not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's just fucking ridiculous. It's God, I'm 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 being angry as Jim Sterling now because he oh I don't know how many times I heard the word fuck during that video, but it was an eight minute video and I'm sure I could count it in the double digits at least. But no, that's just it's out of order. Let's let's be honest. 
Um, credits the worst thing I've heard a company do this week. Uh, oh, what, what did you hear a company do? It's more what Apple's brought out and trying to make people pay for. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's not that, that's scratching people's that, work history off the record, though, is it? Come on, this has been a cunt. That's what, what Apple's doing is being retarded. Yeah. Well, being retarded to me is a lot worse than being a cunt. Yeah, At well, least they're telling you, no, this is we're being a cunt. Apple's yeah. literally go, this is new, this is good, buy it. Uh, no. We I made it. I haven't actually bought an Apple device. I got gifted an iPad mini. See, I've never bought one. I, I, iPads, iPhones, okay, tablets, they're Macs, yes. All good. But why bring out a thousand pound? Cheese grater. Basically, yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. But so back to the topic on that. This isn't the, like in terms of games and stuff. This this has happened. You know, there's, there's apparently big companies that do this. Just wipe people away from the records. Here's the big one: Kojima from Konami at the time, Metal Gear Solid Five. He said that was going to be the last Metal Gear Solid game. They all but fired him. Removed his name from all the marketing material but and the game. It's like what um, Fingy's done to Mojang, but Mojang's more of an asshole reason why they've done it to him. Well, no, Notch. Notch is a dick. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's been, bring it he's out been there. He's removed everything of Minecraft now. Well, yeah. And that that point, though, that's cause, but that's for because good reason. He's, been, he's, a yeah, fucking, he's, a, he's a homophobic, transphobic bigot. Yeah. He's Donald Trump. Oof. Donald Trump and gaming, he he, hmm. it and the, the fact that that's apparently you know that he comes around and said no I was always like that is just a dick because that basically means you played the humble indie developer until you got a bit of cash and then went fuck you, hmm. you know, and he'll probably still be there. It's like I don't care what people think about me. I've got this house. Yeah. I have all this money. I have this house. Now go away. Yeah, you run out of money eventually, mate. That's how that works. But. Yeah, and is it's he still with... getting royals for Minecraft, or is that literally off him now? Uh, it's off his hands. He sold the lot. I didn't when know Mojang if he, got he sold by... it for, um, let's say, I'm going to sell my company, but I still want, uh, like, say, 10% of fucking profit or some shit like that. I think, I think he just took the flat two point whatever billion paycheck and then went, right, fuck you all. But, yeah. I mean, it, Exceed. They're gonna have an. They're gonna have an uncomfortable few days, because this is the the sort of the other question that got asked by by Jim and people on there. It's like, it's company policy. You know who has the ability to change company policy, right? The company. Correct. So yeah, that'll be what's being described. That'll be a backtrack. We reckon. But soon. then who? Because I'm assuming Exceed Games. Runs mm. through someone else as well. Uh, just, because just... I'm assuming the people who give them the games to localize localize may also find this wrong and go, okay, no, you're not doing it anymore. You need to change your policies. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. I mean developers have been coming out, and when you've when you've got when you've got a developer from Epic Games calling you out on shit practices. <laughs> Uh, something's wrong there. <laughs> yeah, Nick Chester from from Epic 
there's like like oh uh, yeah you you go into the office on a monday see see what goes on there i i'm not quoting fully on there but it was something along those lines so yeah exceed get your shit together because you know that it's it's, it's one of these things. It's yeah. apparently that literally happened this Friday night, didn't it? As well, for fuck's yeah. sake. Well, they're definitely coming in on the tenth with someone getting sacked. <laughs> oh yeah, some someone is walking in. Whoever's man, what will probably happen is they'll. This is this is going to be the awful bit, and this is proper games industry bullshit at this point. They'll change the policy, and they'll fire who wrote that tweet. But then, see, to get that tweet, I'm assuming they're um, head of what this would be classed as social med- media s- media would have gone to HR mm. asked them about it to get this this it's um company policy bullshit mm. so and um but just tell them it's company policy so I'm assuming HR may also get a bit of a <laughs> a bit of a roasting shall we yes. say <laughs> yeah but then if it is company policy I can see HR gets getting a slap on the wrist and that person definitely being sacked. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, we will get that there because uh, talking about getting our shit together, we are going to get our shit together to wrap this up, this wrap this up, this podcast. Ryan Word's good. Ryan Word's good? Is that yeah. your new name? Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Word's good. Yeah, it's, uh, Ryan Word's good. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's first name and then a character trait now. So, it's, uh, yeah, Ryan Word's good. So, uh, yeah, no, we will go to the wrap upon this. So if you've liked what you've heard, please like, share, subscribe, comment, tell your friends, tell your family. Tell your wife, tell your kids. There's somebody's podcasting out there. Uh, he gone find you. Um, Climbing for your windows. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we're now on Spotify. Well, I say now, we still are. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts. I'm sorry, it's still iTunes at the moment. Um, on the YouTubes. And speaking of YouTubes, content. Mondays, role-playing, not in my games. Tuesdays, podcast. Wednesdays, every other Wednesday now, is Shattered Reflections. Myself, Duncan, Darius had a word with it, about it. We're uh, going to try and work to something better suited to our workload. Um, but Thursdays... Yeah. Mm. Thursdays what? is still uh, maybe uh? where dual play will go at some point. It'll come sooner or later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fridays play session. Sat- no. Fridays war table. Ryan, get the schedule together. And Saturdays play session. Sundays sibling rivalries. And anytime we feel like it, either immaterial takes on or something immaterially different. So, with that. I would like to thank Steph. I'm I'm watching a villager get fucked. Yeah, how about how about sign off? Bye, people. Yeah, there we go. And until next time, this is Ryan of the Material Gamers saying, "Have a good week, and for God's sake, please don't remove credits from people." And for God's sake, kill each other with rumbas already. I've been waiting to see that in the news. Oh God! If a rumba does that. I'll, I'll, if someone I'll, does I'll that, mess- you do I'll know message what? Samurai Punk and just say to him, "Oh my God, what have you done? Did you predict this?" Yeah, but the be- the better thing is if someone actually does it, and we we've asked them to do it. I'm assuming we're getting um, credit for this as well. Uh, conspiracy to murder. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We'll see you next time, people. Yo, dope.